Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Thursday, February the 2nd. Our reading this morning is a continuation through the Gospel of St. Mark, chapter 6, verses 7 through 13. Mark, chapter 6, verses 7 through 13. And although these are very short verses, just uh, six of them, they contain a number of points that certainly worth our meditation and attention, as well as our action uh, today. Jesus uh, summons the twelve, and uh, he calls them together because he has been preaching and teaching. He has been exor- doing exorcisms. He has been healing their illnesses and their infirmities, their sickness, and has been doing a great deal of that right at the beginning of his ministry because Jesus is giving them a sign, the people as well as the twelve, that the kingdom of God, God's rule, think of kingdom not geographically, but think of kingdom as an activity, an action. God's action is to heal, forgive, and set free those who are in the bondage of sin, of evil spirits, and those who are being oppressed, spiritually as well as physically oppressed. And Jesus is the embodiment of the kingdom of God, the embodiment of the reign. And so these signs that Jesus is working, along with the preaching and teaching, serve to indicate that in Jesus, God is present in a unique, powerful, and present way because Jesus is the Son of God. He is truly human, but he is forever the Son of God. And so Jesus summons the Twelve, and he began to send them out two by two, Now, that's interesting, isn't it? He didn't send them out on solo activities. They go in pairs because they need one another. Uh, The Christian life is is not a solo affair. It's not thee and me. Thee, God, me. And nothing else matters. It involves a we, a community, And that's why when people say, well, I don't need to go to church. I don't need to be in the church. I don't need to be in in, in there with other people. I can sit in my room and pray. I can read my Bible. I can can listen even on these computer things about uh, some spiritual reading or something like that. So I really don't need to go with others. I'm, I'm, I'm fine by myself. Well, Jesus is indicating we're not fine by ourselves. We're stronger together than we are alone. Uh, From the beginning, God calls a people. He works through individuals, that's for sure. But it is always directed to a people, a community, a group. One of the first things Jesus does after he emerges from the temptations in the desert 
he begins calling disciples. He begins calling them, and he calls 12. The 12 disciples correspond to the 12 tribes of Israel in the Old Testament. It's a continuation, but it has now been raised to a deeper level. Jesus calls the 12, and they are to go forth. So we need the communion of others, the community of others, and they need us. They need our witness, our testimony, our example, our prayers. We need to be nourished together with the word of God and the reading of scripture. We need to be nourished in the explanation of the scriptures. And supremely, we need to be nourished by the body and blood of Christ so that when the offering of mass is concluded and we're sent forth, go in peace, we go into the world, into our everyday world, our homes, our businesses, our schools, our neighborhood, etc., and all of those places. But we go nourished and strengthened by the witness of one another, by the word of God, and by the sacrament of the very body and blood of Christ. And so he sends them out by two. And he gives them authority over unclean spirits. See, the unclean spirits represent the activity of the evil one. The activity of the evil one. And Jesus in the kingdom of God is, begins right from the beginning again, dispelling that, turning that back, conquering that by healing, gathering, forgiving, setting free from evil spirits. And he sends them out with that authority and he instructs them, take nothing on the journey but a walking stick. No food, no traveling bag, not a coin in your purse, in your belts. They were, however, to wear sandals. Do not bring a second tunic, Jesus said. Whatever house you find yourself in, stay there until you leave uh, the uh, locality. If any place will not receive you or hear you, shake its dust from your feet in testimony against them as you leave. In other words, don't get into all kind of confrontations and arguments and all of that, leave them to God. But as a sign of their rejection of you, they are really rejecting God. When someone ridicules you, dismisses you, even tries to persecute you, silence you, they're not silencing you or me. They're silencing God. They're trying to censor God, and they can never do that. Satan can't. Human authorities can't. No earthly uh, reality can. For the word of God, as St. Paul says, is a two-edged sword, and it cuts deeply into the heart and soul. We can try to block it. We can uh, censor it as we see so much of today. But the word of God is eternal and gets through. And they are to rely in faith and trust 
that God will provide. You don't need to take all those other things. Let, let those who you serve give you something back. You know, sometimes we have, in, in, in ministry, people are very good at giving. They give, 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 but they never allow others to give. For it is in giving that we receive. And we have to receive what they have to give. They need to feel that they are contributing to the work of God and to the work of those who are teaching and preaching and healing. They need to feel that they're part of that. They're, they're, not, just, they're not just an object of receiving. We all like to think that we make a contribution. We make a difference in the world. We're not simply takers. We don't simply lean against things. We also lift and give because God has given us gifts to share, gifts to support the community, gifts to build up the body of Christ on earth, his church. So sometimes the greatest giving that we do is to allow others to give to us and to accept that gift with gratitude. It's a great, great source of giving. It's the prayer of St. Francis. In giving we receive, in pardon we are pardoned, in dying we are born to eternal life. But we do it together, not alone. So let us today, if we have the opportunity to visit the church, visit our assembly, make contact with fellow believers, and share what the Lord has done for us, share our struggles, share our challenges, support and care for one another, and always rely on the Lord, for the Lord is ever near. The Lord is but a prayer away. Let us today also learn to give by receiving and all together build up the body of Christ on earth. God bless you.